Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. This week we got episode 72 for you. It's the Eric Maloche episode. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, um, obviously. Duh. Yeah. So, yes, it it's kind of a, I guess, a dead time in sports for a little bit. But at the same time, there's a lot happening in sports. So we're going to bring you all the new action going on in sports. And Kellen, who's your number 72? Uh, I have a few because this is actually a good number in Chicago sports, surprisingly enough. Uh, first and foremost, Carlton Fisk, number 72, retired by the Chicago White Sox. One the, nice. Uh, probably the greatest catcher in baseball history, uh, in my personal unbiased opinion. Uh, second we- 72. We have uh, William the Refrigerator Perry, of course. Yep. Fridge, one of the greatest nicknames of all time. And then last, 72, Artemi Panarin, the bread man. That's three three very high-quality 72s right there. Russian players, though, right now? Well, he's very anti-Putin, though. Yeah, I know. Well, like, but, I mean, CCM came out today, and they just completely banned all Russian players from their advertising, so... Yeah, which is, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's World War Three potentially starting this last I, I, week. It is. I mean, it's not like they're. I don't. I'm not trying to get into this, but their main face was someone that did have a website, like vote for Putin during the last election. <laughs> um. So whatever. That's Alex Ovechkin for anyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. But in case you didn't know, this that is, is who I that was, is Alex was say. Another thing that I do, I'm not sure, like, if this is a coincidence or not. Evgeny Malkin's playing his best hockey he's played all season. Can't be a coincidence. He's on a goal streak right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Cannot be a coincidence. So I'm not really sure what to do with that information. But Evgeny Malkin's getting hot right now. Uh, I've, I've always been pro Russian hockey player. I don't. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not going off that stance. I always think every team needs like some dirty Russian guy. But oh, they do. They're they're completely separate from what's happening right now in the world. We can we yes. can agree with that. Yes, and also hysterical. Have you seen what the Americans are doing? No. So I we're we're just dumping out vodka now. Love and people it. are yeah, Wait, no, I don't love that. No. Actually, that's a waste of alcohol. They're all there's a bunch of people dump posting videos of them dumping out out vodka that's made in the US. So <laughs> I mean it's the right right idea, but you know. <laughs> no, it's really not even the right idea. The, the like, execution just, the execution leaves something to desire. Yeah. Anyway, um it should go without saying Moscow mules at the bar. Those are done right now. Damn, that Sorry. was my that was my pregame for this podcast for a while. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. No mules at the bar anymore. Um, but we are, yeah. Anyway, we're pro Russian hockey players named Evgeny Malkin, and I guess Artemi Panarin. Well, yeah, we have to take his side in this. But anyway, enough enough of World War Three talk. Let's get into the sports, like we all signed yeah. up for. Let, let, we should just let's just start talking about hockey, I guess, because we're already halfway there. So Pittsburgh. But we'll start there with Pittsburgh. They're playing the worst hockey they've played all year. 
they're in a good spot though. You know, this is a perfect time to not peak too early. But guess what, Kellen? What's today? It's March first. This is March. Yes, this is March, and uh, March is very famous normally for basketball. But guess what? It's also the March of the Penguins, and Penguins are going to start playing hot right now. I, it's almost a guarantee for me that the Penguins play hot. We got the trade deadline coming on in a couple weeks, so I'm excited. There's a few big names that we're thinking of maybe getting shopped around. So um, I think the Penguins are going to shake it up quite a bit. I would. I don't know what I could do. I would do something drastic if Kasperi Kapanen still on the Penguins after the trade deadline. I think he's gone. I mean, I think honestly you could plug you in it on the Penguins lineup, and you'd be just as productive as Kasperi Kapanen. The guy sucks. He flat out is terrible right now. Um, but, like I said, if Genny Malkin's playing hot, Sidney Crosby's just plugging away. Uh, he didn't get the memo that he's supposed to be getting old and not be dominate the league anymore, like all of the other players. But, like, he's just chugging along, being the GOAT that he is. Jake Gensel, amazing. But, you know, I guess the biggest stories, really, in the league right now are, and stop me if you've heard this before, the Toronto Maple Leafs are probably the most like entertaining team in hockey and not for the reasons that they really should be. What is happening in Toronto right now? The Leafs are winning games. Okay, but that they sounds are like good. Structurally terrible hockey. Their goaltending is below average. I don't know if you happen to see. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That doesn't sound like the Maple Leafs team that I have known yeah, and loved I know, the last right? couple of seasons. It's shocking. Bad it's goaltending? Sh- bad goaltending. I don't know if you saw this. Probably the game of the week that no one watched because there was the outdoor game going on. So anyone that was watching that was, or anyone was watching hockey on Saturday night was watching that. But s- while that was going on, the Maple Leafs? We're playing the Red Wings. And you might have seen the score and not realized that it was a hockey game because the final score was 10-7 to 7 My in goodness. this game. <laughs> My God. And that is a Big Ten football game right there. But guess what? <laughs> the Leafs had a 7-3 to 3 lead in the third period. <laughs> and they won 10-7. to 7. Okay, I was going to say, please <laughs> tell me they were the winner of that game. They did win the game. They also played <laughs> yeah. last night, and they also blew a 3-1 lead last night and won 5-3. to 3. So the Maple Leafs are doing this thing where they go up, they blow leads, and they somehow continue. They they win hockey games. I guess you got to give it to them. But it was the first time the the Saturday night game. I think was the first time in it's been an insane. I can't remember the stat. An extremely long time that a goaltender got pulled while they had the lead. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is Seriously. to get pulled from a game while your team has the lead? I guess that's what happens when you start choking away a 7-3 game. And I think if it was against any team other than the Red Wings, they'd probably lose that. But hockey's ramping up. It's getting entertaining. It's kind of weird because mentally I'm in like the the playoffs are like less or a month away. But in reality, it's about two months because of the season starting a little bit late because we're still not out of all that. So we don't start. I think the Penguins' last game is April like 29th, so it's not really going to be till May that the playoffs start when they usually are starting. Like April 15th is normally around that date. That Wednesday that falls closest to April 15th is normally the date that the playoffs start. But, you know, it's starting to feel like playoff hockey around here. I watched the Penguins play on um, Saturday in a thrilling one to nothing game. Um, we won, by the way. And it's it's just feeling good. It's feeling good. Um We'll get the whole trade deadline breakdown that's going to come. And 
the Penguins probably at this time next week could be dead. They are playing could be three of the best teams in the NHL in their next three games. Okay. So it's going to be a real test. So we'll see where I'm at as a fan going into that because I'm starting to have to ramp up my responsibilities as a fan around this time and fully engage and live and die with every single moment. I threw things during a Penguins game for the first time in a while on Saturday and got mad at the ref. So it felt good. It felt good to kind of be shaken off the rock and get going there. I absolutely refuse to believe that was the first time in a while. I would say first time in, like, what, three days? Is that considered a while for you? No, it's been a couple weeks since I've actually verb. I mean, I, like, obviously can't, like, watch it without being upset about something. But, like, I mean... Yeah, the Penguins were playing just sloppy hockey. It was a pain to watch. It was terrible. I'm worried about Tristan Jari. I was fully in on this guy. Last week. And I'm very worried about him. I think he's getting burnt out. I think he's had to play too much. I've said this multiple times that it was a concern of mine, but I am officially going on and saying I'm worried about it. If if we lose because of Tristan Jari, man... I'm going to be in a bad place, and that might be the last episode of Totally Unbiased Sports. But anyway, I, we can shift focus now because it is March, and nothing says March more than madness and basketball. And, you know, normally, is correct me if I'm wrong, but going into March, you probably want to be playing your best basketball of the year, correct, Kellen? Yeah, you definitely want to at least start getting hot, get get your injured players back. Yep. Uh, that's the time to do it. And, and the top six teams did just that this weekend when they all lost. It, um. it, was, it was an amazing weekend. Uh, first time ever the top six teams have all lost on the same day. And, I mean, that's not a surprising stat because, I mean, that's insane. They, they all lost. And it was... It was uh, seven of the top nine teams lost. The ten, the, the ten team couldn't lose because it was Baylor, and they were playing a top five team. So, very difficult for that to happen. Uh, yeah, it was definitely the best day of college basketball this season. Right as we're getting into March, it was it was really fun. I mean, the teams. It was Gonzaga. They went down to to St. Mary's. That was fun. That was Gonzaga playing on like a height. I mean, Gonzaga's home court is pretty much a high school gym but when they were at st mary's on senior night and st mary's uh, i don't know if you know this they're they're the second best team in the wcc historically Mm -hmm. they always play gonzaga at least tough once a year uh generally speaking um and they they've they make the tournament about every other year so you see St. Mary's in the tournament a lot. They're, they're not a bad team. Gonzaga was still a 12.5-point favorite, so you expect yeah. them to win. But that St. Mary's crowd is going to be insane. That's their biggest rival. That's the game that they look forward to every single year. So I, I, I don't know. Every team has a freak loss like that. Same with Arizona. I'm not too concerned about their loss either because uh, it was the second game uh, in like a mountain trip for Arizona, yeah. so it was their second game in Colorado. That's tough. The thin air, yeah, I don't know if you get acclimated to that. They got blown out, though. So th- my, my concern with Arizona is they're still a young team, and uh, this is Tommy Lloyd's first year as the coach, and I just don't see a first-year coach make, eh, making a deep run. It's not. It doesn't have like those Sean Miller vibes, though, like when they had DeAndre and all these big-name recruits, Stanley Johnson coming through where it's just like, 
man, they're awesome to watch, but they're not even going to make it to the second weekend because they're going to get upset. Uh, so different vibes than than that. What what other teams did we have lose? We had Auburn. Uh, yeah. They went down to uh, what uh, Arkansas or Tennessee? Tennessee, I think. Yes, it was Tennessee. After they danced on the logo. Yeah. And then you had Kentucky go down to the other one, whichever one yeah. Auburn didn't play. The SEC is actually good this year. They got some fun players. <laughs> Auburn is a hilarious team to watch because they have, in my opinion, the number one pick, Jabari Smith, is insane. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, he's like 6'9 and a wing and also really strong, too. Which is, I think he's just Chet Holmgren on Gonzaga. He has the defense over over yeah. Jabari Smith, but I think I think Jabari Smith, even though Holmgren is seven feet tall, still has more upside just because he's so athletic and he's so strong. Like he could he could really do a lot. But uh, Auburn, like I was saying, they're hilarious because man, they got that guy. They got who I think should be the number one pick. And then they just have like their guard, their senior guard, like Casey Johnson, decide, you know what, this is my time to shine near the end of the game. Instead of our best player, like Bruce Pearl is going into the timeout being like, all right, we need to draw something off, get Jabari Smith the ball, get the ball in his hands. We need a bucket right now because he can go out and score at any, at any, any spot in the court. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. And you, you see just Casey Johnson the whole time. He's just nodding along, nodding along. And he turns to his other guard. And he goes, okay, so I'm getting the ball. I'm taking the last shot, right? And it's just pretty much how – Auburn is definitely valleying at the wrong time. They're playing probably their worst basketball of the year. All right, let's take our first break. We'll be back with more of the show, so stay tuned. Hey, Michael Spillin here for the Flash Hauler Driving App, a convenient app for on-demand furniture moving, vehicle towing, and courier service. If you like being out on the road, not having people breathing down your neck, pressuring you to get stuff done by deadlines and time limits, join our fleet on the Flash Hauler Driving App. Earn money by driving your pickup or van, be your own boss, making your own schedule, not to mention the feeling of helping truckless people getting their furniture moved to wherever they need. If vehicle towing is more in your arena, we provide that service as well. And if you don't have a truck or a van, no worries. The app enables you to do courier gigs. It's an easy process to sign up and get approved to be part of the Flash Hauler Hero team. Be proud of what you do while you do it at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Grab your phone, download, and install the Flash Hauler, that's F-L-A-S-H-O-L-R driver app, or visit our website, H-O-L-R-apps.com, getting it hauled in a flash. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by the Flash Hauler Driver app, helping people move in a flash. Makes me personally extremely sad how terrible the ACC is. Because terrible, awful. Like the ACC is still on television, and it is so bad. And like I try and turn on these games, I'm like, oh, this will be good at least. And then I'm like, no, they're just terrible, and it's not even fun. Like I can't really remember a time that you couldn't turn on, like that there wasn't a number next to North Carolina when you're watching a North Carolina basketball game. Yeah, which like, I'm happy about. I'm not a North Carolina I mean, guy. Yeah, I get that, but it's just like... Yeah, they're, they're tough to watch. Pat, like, and they're, they're in my opinion... I mean, well, Notre Dame's probably going to make the tournament because the ACC yeah. is down here, and Notre Dame's kind of... Like, th- that's the thing. I don't feel like this Notre Dame team 
is any better. If in fact it might be worse than the last couple. Oh yeah, Notre Dame has definitely had better basketball teams than they've got this year. Yeah, yeah, and they're definitely gonna make the tournament because the ACC is just so weak. Like like watching Virginia, it's always kind of tough to watch Virginia unless you're like a real college basketball fan because they just play great defense. They suffocate you and they'll win games fifty to thirty five. And it won't even seem close. And it's yeah. frustrating, but it's their, they score efficiently and they play great defense. They're still playing fine on defense, but it's just like, it, it's so unwatchable on offense. Oh, and yeah. then what the other team does against them offensively, unless it's like North Carolina's had a good game, they just get so many boards. That's, that's the one good thing about North Carolina this year. It's just like, Man, the, these these games are disgusting to watch. Duke is just the runaway team in the ACC. It feels like they're like an Atlantic Ten conference this year. Yeah, like they're not, they're not Power Five. It's not it's not hard it's it's not hard basketball. Coach K didn't deserve to go out like this, honestly. Like, oh, but he kinda, wants to. He wants. I know to. he does. He loves yeah. this, but like, this isn't what was supposed to happen. I was supposed to get. I mean, at least give him a challenge. It's brutal trying to watch this, and like I said, it's on TV. I mean, and on like. If I told you Duke North Carolina is going to be an unwatchable basketball game because of how bad like the basketball itself is, I mean some would argue basketball is unwatchable at times anyway. I would argue that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Not a lot, but so. I'm just I'm just saying there's like. To say Duke North Carolina is going to be an unwatchable game and it's not going to be because of Coach K on the sideline is just. That would be unheard of. You would laugh at me if I have said you, that a couple of years ago. Like, have you seen the the uh, the commercial for Coach K, his last game, and Cameron Indoor? Mm-hmm. It's man, it is not putting me in the feels at all. It's just Emotional. like it. It's such a byproduct of everything that ESPN has been the last ten years. It, it just the biggest Coach K suck fest ever. It is. Yeah. It's it's quite something. I'm I'm excited to watch that game just to if Dickie V is not in the building, can't even speak beating, right now. Beating cancer in front of Coach K just to show up. That then like oh my gosh they're they're gonna bring Dickie V out for that. You know they are. He can't even speak though. Yeah, but they're bringing him. Maybe. I I'm, I don't know. I think that's Hopefully. gonna be the surprise for Coach K, and then things are gonna get emotional. I'm just saying. I'm calling my shot right now. Uh, dude, ESPN sucks. ESPN is just terrible. It's, I, I know it's, it's been not, a lot. Of, yeah, not a controversial take uh, at all on this it's podcast. It's just so bad. Yeah, like but everything I, about it, it it's, it's been so a lot of. It's been a lot of. Uh, uh, I mean, a lot of Duke lately. A lot of a lot of Lakers talk, uh, which we will get into. Um, we are we are also ESPN here, but. Um, yeah, the ACC is bad. Uh, we're we're near the end with Coach K. I want to get into a couple of the other uh, top six teams that lost as well. Uh, Purdue, they lost to Michigan State. More like per don't. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, they got them. Um, they're, they're another team that is – I don't think they're playing bad basketball. They're kind of just playing uninspired basketball. Like they got Wisconsin I, coming to town, don't they? Yeah, they need to, they need to turn things up because – Jaden Ivey is the anti Brad Davidson, and it's uh, it's very funny. Like Ivey is, I mean, he's he's all offense. He 
his hands are down on defense if he's not guarding the ball directly. Yeah. He, he's not a good defender. He's a freshman. So, I mean, the dude's like 18, 19 years old. Whereas Brad Davison is is actually like 30 years old. He's been at Wisconsin yeah. uh, longer than I've been alive, which is crazy. Uh, and, and he he's all heart and hustle. He's gonna do he's gonna get, do the cheap plays, all the dirty stuff. Nobody likes the guy. Uh, but it's gonna be a really good game, and Purdue really needs to step it up because they they just have not been playing. Like like energetic basketball lately, it seems like. Uh, Michigan State, they needed that win. I think they're a tournament team, but they they have been struggling the last couple weeks too. I hope I really hope Michigan State gets into the tournament because I just absolutely love everybody. Like again, in Michigan, just love everybody figuring out how Michigan and Michigan State are the best basketball teams that have ever played. And then they lose in the first weekend, and everyone gets upset. And I'm just like, I don't care about basketball, but this is hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just, it's objectively funny when every single year they're like, yeah, this, you don't want this team to get in. And then they get in, and they suck, and they're terrible. Coach K commercial on right now. It's on my TV right now. So I'm just saying, very exciting stuff. Great. I mean, like drinking game for the tournament every time you see something about coach k yeah take a drink i mean i we're we're gonna (laughs) the commercial i think is getting longer every time i see it i don't know what's happening there was like an extended version after they after they did the promo it was just a bunch of coach k hyping up the crowd and um yeah weird weird stuff uh last uh top six game of a team that lost was uh baylor kansas 10 versus 5 Kansas came into the Farrell Center, didn't get all the calls they wanted, and uh, and lost. Uh, Baylor is playing good basketball right now, which is it's been tough because Scott Drew has had to kind of piece this team together as it's gone along. We lost our top uh, rebounder and uh, everyday John, and uh, our top scorer and LJ Cryer. LJ Cryer might come back this season. Uh, JTT is not. That's the problem. I, I I don't know what's happening with him, but Baylor's kind of putting the pieces together right now. They're they're gonna be really thin on the bench uh, heading into March, which is not exactly something you want. But it seems like a lot of players are really figuring out their roles, like Matt Meyer, Matty Mullet's uh, mm-hmm. best hair in the country. Uh, he's starting to figure out. You know, he doesn't need to be that score every night. Start you know uh, crashing the boards because he's. He's six eight and he's bigger than most of these guys. Uh, and uh, let the guards, you know, kind of go to work. That they got two athletic freshmen, Kendall Brown, Jeremy Sohan. They're really coming into their own. I think Sohan's going to be a lottery pick this year, the way he's been playing lately. But it's it was a really really fun Saturday, and it's got me very fired up for March. Lots of lots of teams helping their case uh, that are on the bubble. TCU beat Texas Tech. That, that's going to send them a Kansas long way. Tonight, so. They got Kansas tonight. If they, if they beat Kansas, they're in. They're in the tournament. So very meaningful games being played right now. It, uh, it, it, it feels like March. I think that was that Saturday was when it was just like, okay, it's officially like yeah, we're getting down to the up. tournament. Yeah. Here. It's ramping so. up. It might be fun to watch. I mean, I always enjoy like, just the chaos. The chaos is really the best part. Uh, I'm an advocate for chaos. I love it. And it's 
it's re- it's. I mean, it's gonna be fun to watch some basketball like while I'm supposed to be working. It gives yeah. me something to do. Oh yeah. And, like yeah, I I do have issues with the sport, but you know what? We'll work through it. But yeah. everybody, everybody loves March Madness. Like, yes. you, even no, if you're you not can't. a basketball fan, that's it, this it's is the only time I watch wonderful. basketball, and I only yeah. watch college basketball. Yeah, it is by far my favorite time of the year. It, it's better than Christmas. 2020 was so cruel because we were just about to get March Madness, and then they canceled everything. And I'm so happy that it's 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 back again. I mean, Baylor defend going to defend their national championship. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's a perfect segue to get you into the real tournament of the NHL playoffs. So just kind of bridges that gap. Yeah. Get fired up. Yeah. I and mean, I, we, we love playoff hockey, too. It's, it's better hockey than regular is, season hockey, for sure. Playoff hockey is more electric than March Madness. That's just a fact. I'll, I'll disagree, but I mean we're both uh, we no, both have our have our uh, views on that. It's it is a fact. It is more electric than March Madness. That's that's an undeniable fact. March Madness yeah. is more once for again, everybody. Once again, it's, it's it's more for everybody. March Madness is more for everyone. Everyone can appreciate it. You've got to be smart to appreciate the electricity of playoff hockey. Yeah. Once, so. once again, it's it's not a fact, um, but uh, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of NBA talk. Move from basketball to basketball. Yeah, that's news fest. Yeah. Well, lots of stuff is happening in the NBA. We, uh, James Harden stopped faking his injury, so he, he played a, co- a couple games with the 76ers. And uh, my God, I hate watching the 76ers. They're awful. Because if you like watching free throws, which who does? Uh, go watch Philly play some basketball because uh, in in their game against the Knicks, uh, James Harden went to the line ten times, hit ten free throws, and uh, Joel Embiid had only twenty seven free throw attempts. That's so boring. So, so stop giving these superstars every single call just because they complain for it. Were and, you actually like honestly though? You were expecting. Good sports from a team from Philadelphia. No, no, absolutely not. I, I can't stand okay. the 76ers, can't stand that fan base. Uh, but it, it's like it's not even beneficial for for the 76ers, I don't think, because like what's been James Harden's issue every single year when he goes to the playoffs is he stops getting every single foul call on like those little yeah. puppy things that he that he does where he goes a head fake, throws his body into the person. Or, 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 or just like flips his head back as he's driving to the basket. They stop calling that in the playoffs, and they should stop calling that in the playoffs. So I, I don't think you want to get those calls in the regular season. You want to win honest games so that you figure out how to win once the playoffs do come. Uh, but Philly is looking good. It, it, they do space the floor a lot better with James Harden, obviously, than Ben Simmons. Um, and Ben Simmons, I don't know if he's gotten the memo, but you know you can stop faking your injury now. You can start playing games for the Nets. He's still, they said he's not even going to practice this week. I don't know what the deal is with him. That dude is a head case right now. So uh, things are kind of weird in Brooklyn. They're waiting to get KD and Ben Simmons back. 
Okay, let's take our second break. We'll be back with more of the show, so stay tuned. NFL Analysis Network is your one-stop source for coverage of all 32 teams. We provide in-depth analysis, news, and opinions about all things football. Since you're online anyway, check out NFLanalysis.net. Elevation 5280 Sports exclusive new teammate on the gridiron. I was right in my wheelhouse. Sports make the world go round. Well, at least our world. It's, it's just there's a lot of things that don't make sense to me, and and I wish... I think the clarity is going to, to show itself when all this plays out, right? I mean, is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? You're leaving that option out there. Why not just keep it for another season? Hop on the wheelhouse with Matt Mascarenas and Michael Spillin. Live every Sunday morning from 8 to 10 Mountain. Talking everything in the sports world from the week before and the upcoming week. Yeah, and I think they knew that they were not going to pick up his option even before and during the draft. And to reference kind of the two guys you were talking about that they did draft here is Lloyd Cushenberry, the the big center, the anchor of the LSU championship team this last college football season, man. They got him. I think this was a steal. Once again, The Wheelhouse, live with Matt and Michael, every Sunday morning from 8 to 10, only on Elevation5280sports.com. Elevating Elevate. Internet Sports Radio. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by the NFL Analysis Network, your one-stop source for all 32 teams. Uh, real news of the NBA this week has been that show in L.A., the Lakers. Uh, wow, they, they've been struggling lately. They're, I believe, six games below 500. they They're barely clinging to a playoff spot only because and, of the expanded NBA playoffs where it's ten teams. And they are on national television every single night. Every night they're on national television. So we get to watch their uh, demise, which is... Kind of great, kind of terrible because we're not watching good basketball. Uh, but you know, at least we're watching them lose. And uh, Josh, have you seen this kind of storyline lately? Oh, are you there? Yeah, you just froze and cut out for a little bit, but okay, okay, we're back. Uh, anyways, uh, but have you seen this like uh, storyline lately, whereas people are saying LeBron's getting too much pressure put on him? Like uh, he, he's not the guy he was a couple years ago. Quit asking him to do everything. Have you seen like people tweeting that? Yes, yes, I, I have. But he was actually the greatest player of all time. What? Just like quit treating him like he's that player. Then if you yeah. if you like if, if if you don't want those expectations on him, like quit acting like he's that guy still because he still puts up points every night, but he's not getting wins. And it's like this is the team that he put around him. This is the team that he wanted. Yeah, They're not very good. Team. I mean, yeah. you made your bed, you got to sleep in it. Like, yeah. I mean, he he's one hundred million percent gonna run away to Cleveland next year. Uh, maybe maybe a different city, but he. Sorry, Lakers fans, you're not gonna have LeBron next year. You're just not. Because how 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 can they build on top of that? They have no picks, uh, so they they have no one, and they have no one to trade for that's worth trading for. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have the Jet. I have the Jets game on, yeah. and it's on ESPN Plus. They the Jets start honor, or they do a moment of silence for like Ukraine and everything. ESPN cuts to a Burger King commercial. What a joke! <laughs> Sorry, go to congrats, congrats ESPN. But yeah, I mean, the Lakers are a mess. It's a yeah. joke. It's hilarious. I love it. Um, I hate the Lakers. I hate LeBron. I hate 
the NBA because it's just a soap opera at this point, honestly. Like, I'll wait till, you know, you get to the finals. You'll probably get some good basketball once they finally just actually start playing. But, like, LeBron won't be there, so it's going to be good. Yeah, it's kind of a joke. I mean, you would think if you had the best player ever, or allegedly, you would think you could make an expanded playoff. I don't yeah. know. You I think, uh, like, sorry to uh, jump off of LeBron here, but you think Zion is ever going to play? Ever? No, he's too fat. Apparently. Did you see he's that fat. that float that was going around New Orleans? No. Oh, they made a Zion float, and he, was, he, he had, like, two cheeseburgers in each of his hands. He was busting out of his uniform. He's, he's a, so hot. Yeah. And especially, like, seeing what John Morant is doing right now, the, he, he's looking like one of the all, like, he could end up being the biggest bust in NBA history because of what oh, he's yeah. hyped up to be. And also, now the dude who's playing right behind him is looking like a Kevin Durant, like, right behind Greg Oden sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Because John Morant is insane. That dunk he had the other night. The buzzer beater. He had his first uh, a fifty piece. He's been he's been going off. I think uh, if I'm starting a franchise like in in the NBA, he's near the top of the list. The guys that I would start that franchise with now. Like I might take him over Luca at this point. That's how that's how good he's playing. He's so he's so fun yeah. to watch. Like he he's insanely athletic. And the dude went to Murray State. You could go anywhere and be successful. Apparently. So, uh, really fun. He, he's been in Tennessee his whole career. That's that's fun stuff. I'm happy for him. I hope I hope he stays in, with the Grizzlies. Or if he doesn't stay, go to the Bulls. That's those are the only two two options at this point. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Do we want to get into the final pro sports league? I mean, the NFL is happening, but who cares about that right now? I have um, a couple NFL notes actually. You want to do that real for quick? It. Yeah, we let's do that, and then we'll get into the last one. So, um, first note is like, did you read what Kyler Murray's agent put out there? Did you read that book? No, because it was a book. Yeah, right? I opened it. I opened it, and when you have to zoom in on a tweet image oh, to read yeah. the text, I'm out. Give me. I'd rather read War and Peace. Yeah, seriously. Like at least it's good. Like it's and I, I know. Like. I didn't read it either, and I know it's just it's just a bunch of paragraphs of BS saying I love the Cardinals, I want to be they don't here, want me back. but they need to do something to keep me here or something yeah. like, along those lines. So, uh, but it's not I mean, Kyler saying it; it's his agent saying what needs that. Kyler didn't say any of this. Yeah, he, it's kind of perfect because nobody's going to read it. He could have been like, yeah. uh, "Oh, there's something really positive in there," or something like that. His, no. his agent just. <laughs> Yeah, his, his agent came out and did it all for him. I mean, like, if you were to put all that text out and, like, line it up, it would be taller than uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, um, 100%. Like, yeah, by so a lot. That, that's embarrassing. He'd be but, two feet taller than him and still shorter than the both of us. I know. Insane. He's so cute. He's so cute putting out stories like that. He kind yeah. of his own. And, I mean, stuff. I was going to try and stay away from this, but, like... That started the rumors. Kyler Murray's now in the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback room. Tonight. Dude, you might want to get more accustomed to those Mitch Trubisky uh, Steelers okay. rumors. Okay, but actually, like, on a real note, Mitch Trubisky has been, according to insiders, been the most talked about, like, quarterback, and he might be good now that he got out of Chicago. He's going to be a starting quarterback next year. I'm, like, I'm saying this 
100%. It's a bad quarterback class already, and like there, there's not a lot of guys available and out there. Uh, Mitch is going to be a starting quarterback. All now. I got to say is they've, they've started renovations at the UPMC Sports Complex to make the quarterback room bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there's not enough room for all these quarterbacks coming into Pittsburgh. And it's hard I, to I, track up. I got a little bit of Mitch talk coming up here at the tail end of the show. So just, all right. just get ready for it. Uh, yeah, he's he's going to be back in a big way. How pissed uh, you can be when he comes back and he's really good in Pittsburgh? I'll be happy for him because he's it's, be so mad when Justin Fields is not as good as Mitch Trubisky is in Pittsburgh. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> like, uh, I'll kill myself for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I could, I could so see that happening though. Like, I, I, if he goes, if, to that, if that happens, I'll be depressed but not surprised. If he goes to Pittsburgh, he will be better than Justin Fields. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, um, there's no doubt in my mind. When that happens, I will buy you a Pittsburgh Steelers Mr. Trubisky jersey because that's just going to be objective. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my I'll give you my Bears one and exchange. It'll just be objectively hilarious. Yeah. Then you'll have more Steelers jerseys than you will Bears jerseys. That's not true. I got I got sweetness. I got Mitch. Okay. I have a really small Brian Urlacher one. I have Khalil Mack, and a really small Devin Hester one as well. So. Uh, nice try, there, Joshua. Uh, but other NFL, I mean, if we talk about Kyler Murray, because we, I don't know if we should even comment if we, neither of us read the <laughs> statement no. by his agent. I tried to read it and I read the like whatever <laughs> actions speak louder than words because yeah. that's bolded in red. But I'm like, why would I read it? Like, like the spark notes. The spark notes is too long for me on that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, essentially, his agent just came out. From what I've picked up from the tweets, his agent came out and was like, he's done nothing wrong. The Cardinals need to, like, it's a one-way relationship. The Cardinals, like, they just, they're, they're the issue. They need to come out. They need to fix this. Um, it's all, the ball's in their court. We're not doing anything, whatever. We're completely committed to playing here. I like I I just I'm so confused because it just feels like it's so out of nowhere and I don't even know what the issue is. Yeah, like, we haven't even gotten a story. There's not even been a leak about what's going yeah. on here. What what is the issue? What are we talking about here? Do you more? Do you want more help? Do, are you worried about his health? What's was what's it like? Deal? Hopkins isn't a good enough receiver. You, I don't. You, you have weapons all over the place. That that roster is stacked. Get rid of the head coach. Just say you, that. Yeah. Just say you don't like Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but we're kind of like in the weird dead spot of the NFL where it's like there's rumors going around and there's like stuff happening, but nothing's actually happening. And we need to wait like two more weeks when things are actually going to like finally pick up and we're going to get like all the major storylines and stuff. And it's really just like Aaron Rodgers being a drama queen, trying to get his name in the news and all this stuff. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the Steelers have, I think interviewed 300 people for their GM opening. Schefter just tweets out a list every single day and it's longer than the Kyler Murray thing. So they still don't have a GM. Um, but what else happened in the NFL? Kellen, anything? Uh, last NFL note I had was, uh, Troy Aikman, it's looking like he's leaving oh, the, yes. the the Fox uh, slash Amazon Prime booth for uh, ESPN to be the Monday night guy, which is 
A big change. ESPN's been looking for that Monday night host uh, really yep. ever since, uh, I mean, since uh, John Gruden left. But is this a bad move for ESPN? I, I think Troy Aikman, uh, I, I like Troy Aikman. He, he's a good, I do he's too. Good, good announcer. And I, and I, I think, bad. yeah, I think a lot of that was based off he had really good rapport with Joe Buck. But I think he'll yeah. do he'll he'll do fine wherever he goes. Uh, my my big question for you is, who do you want to see with Joe Buck now? I don't know because I think I only know I those two guys together. Yeah, I think they have to be together, and I'm not really sure. It's weird, but like at the same time, I think he's being stupid for bringing in a good broadcaster because now they've killed the Manning cast. Well, like, uh, was, I think I think they're still yeah. I mean, Manicast is they're, dead. They're if you obviously going with they're going with Troy Aikman long term, and it feels like they've just been dying to get Manning to be the guy for a while, and he just refuses to do yeah. it. Yeah, he's going to get paid so much when he decides to be a real announcer, though. He goes to Joe Buck. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe <laughs> Amazon. Oh. They got the money for it oh, for real. Man, Peyton Manning and Joe Buck. Yeah, sign me up. Although Peyton Manning might be buying a team, so who knows? Yeah, that that's also could be uh, a little John bit. John Elway, Joe Buck. Peyton Manning owns them. John Elway in the booth. I, I could see. Yeah. I think they're just gonna like promote Greg Olson, which Phillip is kind of boring. Oh, give me Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Yes. Or Drew Brees. I could see yeah. uh, kind of going there. I just want like something weird. It, yeah, it's got to be weird, but, like, it's just... Just give me Doris, Doris Burke. Let Joe Buck just do it alone. Let him <laughs> no. just call the games alone. Almost. Yeah. I like Joe Buck. I'm a Joe Buck supporter. Yeah, no, I'm, I I don't I don't want that. Just just put John Smoltz in there. We know John Smoltz and Joe Buck. They do baseball together. Let's just yeah. keep, keep the vibes going so we won't be confused. Yeah, we need voices that sound the same, familiar voices. All right, we'll take our last break. We'll be back with more of the show, so stay tuned. Missed anything during the week from our live shows? Maybe a hot take or hilarious exchange? A groundbreaking opinion or money-making prediction? The BLL is, I'm pretty sure, going to eliminate the MLL very shortly. If not this season, probably next season. Work on getting another receiver right now. Yeah, another offensive lineman. Joker was totally out the picture. Because when he's out there, he's like a sack of potatoes. No worries, we've got you covered. Head on over to Elevation5280sports.com and click on the Shows tab. Or to Mixcloud and search Elevation 5280 Sports and all of our podcasts are right there at your fingertips. For those listeners who didn't feel that, we just had another one, baby. Elevation5280sports.com Careful, it's tough to breathe up here. This segment on Elevation 5280 Sports is brought to you by Wix.com. Creating a website has never been easier. Uh, We could go into MLB here. Yep. Really just, uh, I don't even know what to say at this point because like, I should I should have known better. I, I really, I should have known that they, were, they weren't going to make their deadline to reach a deal and games were going to get canceled. And I really should have known better last night because last night I was getting real excited. I was, because it was the last day of, uh, of negotiations and they're like pushing these talks into like two in the morning. And Bob Nightingale, of all people, 
is going ham on Twitter. Bob Nightingale's never been right about a single thing that he's tweeted. Yeah. And he's going ham on Twitter. He's like, they're, they're reaching, uh, all these deals. Uh, they're still far apart on a couple issues. Uh, they're trying to solve things tonight. And, uh, you know, then he tweeted out, you know, talks are done for the night. They're still far apart on this one issue. They're going to work to solve it tomorrow so that the MLB season won't, uh, won't get delayed. Great. You know what? Fine. And I should have known right then. Bob Nightingale is just a puppet for these owners. I was tweeting at Jeff Pass and saying, man, this dude is asleep at the wheel. This is the guy who's supposed yeah. to be in these scoops for baseball. How are you letting Bob Nightingale steal this from you? He's just, Jeff Passon took a, took a nap last night. I don't know what he did. He went to bed early. Didn't, didn't have his nightly coffee or whatever. And I was wrong. I'm sorry, Jeff Passon. I was wrong. Yep. Because should never trust these owners. They're just feeding these reports into Bob Nightingale's phone, telling him to tweet this stuff out. Let him know. We're, we're doing our best. We're doing our best. That way we could kind of spin it, turn it all on the players, not these greedy owners or whatever. Uh, we're trying to get the most out of these guys, uh, that they really, you know, uh, I don't know if they 100% deserve it. Uh, so they're feeding these tweets. They're like, okay, if, if we don't reach a deal, now people are going to start blaming the players. And, you know, a lot of people probably are. But I don't think a deal was ever going to be made. I don't think they were even really that close last night. And I think uh, Bob Nightingale got all of us excited for nothing. He was going to be my player of the week if yeah. they reached the deal, too. And uh, I mean, they didn't. We're going to get the baseball season is going to be delayed. Uh Early early don't. games are going to get canceled, and uh, it's really hurting the fans and the players the, more than uh, anyone else. The, the players don't need any more money, though. Like honestly, they really don't. They don't yeah. need to make more money. That's ah. just. I'm sorry, that's a joke. Okay, if you told me, like you would pay me million, like hundred million dollars, and to work 37 days out of the year, like. The pitchers don't even get that much money. They don't even play every game. Yeah, You've got well, athletes most of, every, more, most of them play 162-ish games. The, uh, the pitchers don't play every game. But I, no, I, I get what you're saying. The money. Like, I saw, I saw tweets saying it's just like people. It's a joke. The, it was, it was like an argument for for the players. It was like, you know, people saying it's millionaires versus billionaires, but what they don't realize is only like 75 percent, or only like 25 percent of players. Make uh, over a million dollars. I was like, "That's a ton of players that make over a million dollars." I don't know yeah. why. Why are you trying to paint it this way? I was like, "All the other guys, they're still making six figures." Like I would, <laughs> I'm making like ten dollars a day here. I'm I'm scraping pennies together. What What are you guys complaining about? It's and to me, it's I can't side with any of these people because they're all being too selfish. They're all being greedy on what the players. The, like, what the they last want. thing the players it's, more money. It's Dude, screwing so. like it's screwing us out of a baseball season. I, I'm yeah. I'll be surprised if they. So I don't think they're anywhere close on a deal at this point. I don't think they reach a deal by the time spring training would have been over. It's yeah. It, oh, I, no. They're they're it's so far a- apart on so many issues still. And because it's going to be a mess. So I remember when COVID happened and the NHL got canceled. I was trying to find ways, things that were entertaining that I could do to replace hockey in my life. So for baseball fans, I've actually compiled a list for baseball fans of things that you can do that match the excitement level of watching a baseball game. Okay. So first one, you can watch some paint dry. Second okay. one, you can plant a tree and you can watch it grow. 
Okay. That might be a little quicker than baseball. I'd so, rather do that one than watch paint dry. I'm gonna be honest. Next one, you can watch a sloth run. Okay. Another one. I've you can seen watch ice. I've seen ice age, so I I don't need yeah. to do that. You you could watch a turtle race. That would okay. be another cool. Thing you could I do. I think that was on an episode of iCarly, so I don't need yep. to do that either. You, okay. If you want to get an inside look at what the clubhouse looks like, like a little behind the scenes thing, drive downtown and watch the homeless people do drugs. Okay, I would definitely do that. Actually, I yeah, only have done that's, that. That's All a right, steroid. I, honestly, well, I that's guess a steroid home- joke, everybody. Yeah, I guess he's not homeless if he's my neighbor, but my neighbor yeah. is hard drugs. Just so you guys, know. you could watch resin harden. I've get kind of gotten into resin talk. Um, what talk? Like on TikTok, where they make like the resin tables and everything, the epoxy resin tables. What is a resin table? It's like it. It. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like. A clear table. It's really cool. It just it's cool. Okay. So you watch that hard. We're, we're, we're deep on the resin yeah. table of yeah. TikTok. Um, you could watch somebody build a puzzle. Ooh. Yep. I can't do puzzles anymore because my cats will eat or so, do something with all the pieces. Watch someone do that. You could f- watch someone find out how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop. Three. Yep. Perfect. You could watch the line at the post office move. I've done that before. Yeah. Because I've stood in the line. You could watch someone read War and Peace. Ooh, I'll just have someone read uh, Kyler Murray's agent statement yes. instead. Same thing. You could watch Grass Grow, which actually arguably, like... That I doesn't like sound that bad. I feel like there's a, a niche niche people, niche group of people that actually enjoy that. I mean, I would sit there with a beer. I'll watch time-lapse of it, for sure. Yeah. You could watch... The mountains change on a can of Coors Light. That sounds fun. Yes. I mean, that is fun. If it's going from not blue to blue, if it's going from blue back, that's criminal to sit there and watch a beer get warm. Yeah, you don't want to watch that. You can't do that. That's like Um, watch that. Like, I'd rather watch it. Never mind. Never mind. This one's this one might be the most electric thing on my. um, You can watch the DVD screensaver. Until it hits the corner. Oh, that sounds... I ooh, That like, honestly actually might be more entertaining than most baseball games. Take like a little gummy and then just yeah. sit and do that. That would be... I mean, that's more entertaining than most things you could yes. fill your time with, honestly. That sounds pretty fun. You could watch a washing machine do a load of laundry. I, I could. Yeah, I don't have one of those look-through washers. Oh, yeah, if you have a look-through one. Yeah. You could watch water boil. Okay. That and then... A couple minutes. And then you can watch government employees work. That's the one that I will pass on. I'll pass on that. So so that's just a list of things that I thought kind of matched the intensity and speed of an average baseball game. Mm-hmm. Good way that you could kill an entire afternoon. Don't get me wrong. There is a place for watching baseball. No, oh, yeah, the, it's just, the, just like baseball doesn't slow. want us to watch baseball. That's yes, the problem. You just got to you got to realize it is slow. OK, yeah. whatever. If that's what you like, it's slow. I like watching golf. I admit it's slow. All of these you could do instead of watching golf, too, if yeah. you really wanted to. And all of these just like baseball and golf. Much better with beer involved. So right. yeah. if you need an excuse to drink a beer and eat a hot dog, you can do any of these. Perfect. I highly recommend you go with the watching grass grow, though, because, like, who questions a dude standing there drinking a beer looking at his lawn? Nobody. Nobody. No one questions that. No, and if you do, you're in jail. Like, that's incorrect. Those are just some things. 
I just thought I would compile a nice list for everybody. Um, so, so I have a list, uh, a list as well. It. Yes. And, and uh, me being, I am a big baseball fan. Uh, I really yeah. want a baseball season to happen. Uh, I'm frustrated with what's happening. And uh, just to remind me of all the good the MLB has done, um, yeah, I compiled a list of ways that they've grown the game. Uh, yeah, it's, not the, it's not the MLB's fault because they have done so much yeah. to grow the game and grow the fan base. They're so hard at work constantly. You can't, constantly can't blame them. You can't blame the owners. You can't blame Manfred because they've done so much to grow the game. So yeah, according to the, Frank the Tank Manfred, just so you know. Yeah, let's – and. Let, let's hear this list. Let's start them. Let's sit them. Let's see what ideas. Maybe, maybe one of these ideas they could have done something a little bit more mm-hmm. to grow the game even more. Some of them were arguing they grew the game too much with some of these things. Maybe, so, maybe. Let, let's hear this list. Let's go through it. So my first one, it's got to be the "Let the Kids Play" campaign. Yeah, let the kids play. I mean, you got to start that one. Yeah, it's just you can't argue with it. Yeah, like, it's it's 1-1. One, it's done so much to grow the yeah. game, especially with how hypocritical that they've been on that campaign. Let the kids play. Mm-hmm. You know, bat tossing will get you suspended, though, however. Yep. Uh, you bat toss, you we'll get lock, someone, huh? someone will throw at you, then you'll jaw at them, and they'll suspend you for that. Uh, that's incredible, uh, the hypocrisy. Uh, my next one is... Uh, Letting Joe West and Angel Hernandez continue to umpire games, even though Joe West is now retired. Uh, if you want to know, like, if the players' union is too powerful, powerful or anything, the fact that Angel Hernandez still has a job in baseball shows that the umpires' union is the most powerful union in the yeah. world. Um, I'm gonna have to gonna have to sit that one because, like, refs aren't people. Restaurant so, people. Yeah, I'm sorry, people either. Yeah. yeah. If you're trying to grow the game through officials and stuff, yeah, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. And Joe West does think that baseball is about him and that he is the main character. Yeah. Uh, my next one, in order to help the game grow, during the COVID season, they the uh, MLB and the players treated that as another uh, opportunity to just negotiate a season rather than just play a season. And instead of, you know, having... Yep. A full season, we only got sixty games. Uh, what do you? Are you going to start that or sit that? I I'll start that one actually because you could argue that like it made each game matter more, so people maybe watched a little more. But then you couldn't have fans, so it was difficult. But I do think that was a good enough effort to kind of try i'll start that one i think they really did grow the game i went to more baseball games during covid than i did without covid so i guess yeah really uh it was like it was just like uh, them dipping their toe in the water for what's happening right now it's like oh yeah you guys are annoyed at what's happening here with covid wait till you know there's actually allowed to be fans at the games and you the know, dodgers are stadiums. making stops though at this one another yeah. shortened season that they can cheat uh, yeah for sure a hundred percent uh, my next one, in order to grow the game, uh, zero marketing for Mike Trout, the best player in the game. Yep, that you got to start it. Um, why would you want to take up his valuable time while he's training to be the best player? To yeah. Mark? If Mike Trout was walking down the street, would you recognize him, Josh? Josh? Yes, because he kind of looks like a off-brand Watt brother. He. Oh my God! Wow, he does. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh my god. You know, he's an Eagles fan though, just so you know. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, now, now you're happy that they're not growing the game around yeah. Mike Trout. Yeah, they shouldn't grow the That's probably why they're not. So yeah. start that. All right, unfortunately, that is all the time we have. Thank you all for listening this week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Streaming live on your computer and on your smartphone. Check out Elevation5280sports.com for all the information you need. Download the apps, put in the link, and you're good to go on the go. Elevation5280sports.com. Careful. It's tough to breathe up here.